0: Hey folks, Jack Jostis here from the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. And this show is all about helping lawn and landscape contractors increase your profit by attracting the right customers and helping you ultimately enjoy a better lifestyle. Right now, we're in Windsor, Colorado. I'm with the general manager from Alpine Gardens, Nate Fettig, and we're actually here at a job site. So, yeah. um Nate, glad to be with you here today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, this is fun. Got to see some of your crew. We got some footage of your skid steer, the mini skid steer. We've got this excavator behind us and you guys are working on a water feature here. So um, it was really just great to meet some of your crew. And today I wanted to talk with you about the time, you know, we were in our in our mastermind recently and you were sharing a story about how we were really talking about using the phone to qualify leads. And this is something I'm a big advocate of, of you know, having a form on your website is really helpful and it can help weed out people. And once people fill it out, you gotta call them. You gotta talk to them on the phone before you go and meet with them. And I know you all do this and it's working for you. And so tell us a little bit about, um, well, first tell us a little bit about Alpine Gardens.
1: Yeah, uh, Alpine Gardens was started in 1978 uh, we're a full design build maintain uh, contractor um, and work basically from Denver uh, through southern Wyoming
0: yeah that's awesome uh, what, what kind of projects are you doing in Wyoming by the way
1: uh, we've done everything from uh, one of the hundred largest landowners uh, in the country's family cabin uh-huh. um, we've We've worked on the Air Force Base. We've done all kinds of cool projects in Wyoming.
0: It wasn't the Terry Bison Ranch, was it? No, it was not. Have you been there? Yeah. That's a pretty special place. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Right across the border is this amazing bison ranch. Um, So one time somebody filled out the form on your website and they said, what did they say? They needed a couple lilacs and some sod or something real casual.
1: Yeah, we had uh, had someone fill out our web form and say they, they wanted a couple lilacs and to repair some irrigation. Um, and so, you know, typically that, that looked like it might be a small project. Um, but through our phone, phone call with them, we started to realize that it was going to be a bit bigger than that. Um, and and it grew from what in our minds was going to be a couple thousand dollar project to a quarter million dollars by the time we were done.
0: Wow. That's amazing. So from just a few lilacs to a quarter million dollars. So who did that call? Was it you?
1: No, that that call was done by our sales manager, Chris Nylander. Um, He receives all the web form uh, submissions and reviews them. And from there, if he can kind of get a good read on them, he'll send them off to one of our designers and project managers uh, to make the call. Otherwise, he'll personally make the call and start qualifying um, from there to see who would be the best fit in our company to work with them if our company is even the best fit to work with them.
0: And and so tell me a little bit about this phone call and like what role does it play in the overall sales process?
1: Yeah, so we like to start getting an idea of what the client's looking for because when you check a box saying that you want landscaping or you want a patio, mm. that, that doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. And so we really have to get a deeper understanding of what the client's looking for and how we can fulfill those needs or if they'd be best suited looking at a different contractor.
0: And, and so you're, you're stepping in towards getting a no, yeah, right? And I really believe in sales that you want to be driving towards a no. So that way you can say yes to the right fits and take really incredible care of them. And so often I think in business, in any business, people say yes to too many things and then they, then they can't do a good job for all these customers and that's really the risk of saying yes to everyone. Right. So and I know it's also really hard to say no. We were just talking about this. So we were. so how do you how do you kind of coach your team to to manage that?
1: Well, I think we kind of define what what our you know, in your words, what our hell yes customer is. Mm-hmm. And um, we have those those discussions amongst our sales team. And so if, if it starts to veer from that, then the conversation with the, the client has to be honest the whole way along. And mm. if if we're not the best fit for them, then we direct them to, you know, maybe they just want a fence. We send them to a fence contractor. We don't we don't need to just put our market on markup on a fence contractor's price.
0: Right. <laughs> well, well, that's really smart. So how how do you like let's pretend that I was yeah. a client on the phone. Oh, well, yeah, you know, we're uh, our neighbor's landscape contractor crashed into our fence with an excavator and um, we we need a new fence.
1: Yeah. So, you know, then we (laughs) we start asking questions of, you know, is there more to the project? You know, is there damage to the landscape that you're looking to repair or is it simply just a fence? And if the answer is nope, just the fence, then. Our answer to the, that, that customer is, you know, we probably aren't going to be the best fit for you. You're going to get a better price and a better project working directly with a fence contractor. Here are some that we work with. Um, and at that point, we've positioned ourselves as an expert and we've built some trust with that client. And when they are looking for landscape down the road, they might call us back.
0: Absolutely. You are building trust with them by telling them, no, I can't do this actually does build trust. Yeah. I think we're all afraid to say that. But if it's the truth, then telling them the truth is really going to serve them. Yeah. Um, what Do you ever have people on your team who, who just love customers? They love pleasing people. I mean, I interviewed some of your staff today and they were so proud of like the way this is going to look when it's done. And they treat it like their own yard. Do some of those people maybe have a harder time telling people no?
1: Yeah, we. I mean, I think we all struggle with that to an extent. Um, everyone, you know, they want to they want to be able to help everyone and represent the company well, and so it is hard to uh, to say no. And sometimes that gets us into projects that probably weren't the best fit for us, and those are the ones that can, you don't usually make a lot of money on, and we're not as probably happy with it and the customer's probably not as happy with the experiences we'd hope they were.
0: Yeah I think we've all done that. Yeah, I don't know how you could <laughs> avoid it to know that you you need to try to avoid it but having that hell yes customer clearly defined and then also a hell no customer right. is is part of it and actually having it on paper and giving your um, your staff your sales staff a piece of paper that clearly defines, like, hey, we work in these parts of Wyoming. Yeah. We don't work in these parts of Wyoming. Right. Um, before they string someone along, I recently had the experience of trying to hire a plumber in Lyons, Colorado. Lyons is a small town, um, and I can, and you know this story. And and I called and we verified, like, okay, you do work in Lyons, Colorado, and we had to schedule an appointment. They were a couple weeks out. No problem. I, I blocked out the, the, the big window of time that they made for me. And then, you know, after the appointment time started, they're like, hey, we're not, we can't come. It's, they're like, we don't work there. I'm like, <laughs> why? And they, the answer was basically, it's too far. Right. And now I wrote a negative review for them because I tried calling them. And I was like, hey, you, you guys kind of lied to me that you were going right. to come and we plan this time. And I never write bad reviews. Yeah. But I did because the, even on their website it says that. Now, had they had on that first phone call, "We don't work in lions," yeah. I would have loved hearing that. I would have loved hearing that on the first call.
1: Well, it, it saves you and it saves them a lot of time and a lot of heartache. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, very
0: good. What other what other things do you coach your team to do on that first phone call? To How do you and how do you ask these questions without making the client feel like, oh, my gosh, they're just trying to find out how much money is in my bank account?
1: I think a lot of it is just talking through what their vision of the project is Mm -hmm. um, and starting to lend our expertise. um, And and then very roughly, as you have those conversations of, oh, you want to you want a flagstone patio. Did you know that, you know, usually those run. 50 to 75 dollars a square foot so if you're talking a 300 square foot patio that's this much and and then so very very quickly you're starting to get to a budget without ever mentioning that you're getting to a budget Um, and so if they're not just dead silent when you start giving really general ballpark numbers right then you start thinking okay well um, maybe at the end of this call here, we should schedule a time that I can come out and, and evaluate your property and and we can go further with this.
0: So one of the things that you can do to kind of prepare not only your salesperson who are, or whoever's answering the phone for you and also the client is by putting pricing information on your website um, and also having them watch what we call the sales indoctrination video. This is a video that they watch when they schedule that call with you, and on your website we can actually book an appointment for that phone call. Yeah. So talk to me. How are those things working? The pricing page, the video, online scheduling.
1: Yeah, we've we've gotten a lot of feedback from clients that it's been helpful for them. Um, you know, landscaping is probably a once or a twice in a lifetime purchase for a customer, and they have no idea what they're what to expect. And so, a lot of times the client calls into our office and says, hey, I'd like to talk to somebody about our landscape project. And our receptionist's first answer is, hey, you know, we do that by scheduling a phone call on our, on our website. And by the way, while you're there, go ahead and go to our pricing page and check that out so that you can be prepared for the conversation. And so by then, we've, we've really had them qualify themselves because if they get to our website, they look at that and see their pricing is way out of their range, they're never gonna even schedule that phone call with our uh, with our salesperson.
0: And can you help me understand why that's actually a good thing?
1: Yeah, it's a great thing. Um, <laughs> we had run into the problem, uh, and I mean, this is why we hired Ramblin' Jackson to do our website. We we had too many leads, and we were spending too much time running from customer to customer, and, and we weren't able to give them the the customer service that really they deserved or we wanted to give them
0: yeah it's actually a disservice to the customer right so a lot of these things like telling them the price or helping them book it online may feel at first like i i have a pricing page on my website and did you watch it look at it before we met i did right and here we are we're Obviously, I mean, it worked and we're yeah. pretty happy with what we're doing. So I think it, I, I just think it's helpful again to helping people understand what do things cost. Right. Um, and that's really the nature of that call is helping them like you did. Hey, did you know that that could cost between X and Y per square foot? And, oh yeah, I did. I read that on your website. Like, because the experience with most contractors is they don't tell you anything and you have to meet with them and then they're late. And then they take like three weeks to send you their estimate and the estimate has hardly any detail and it creates all this like anxiety about the money. Whereas if you're just kind of like, hey, here's it's not like a McDonald's menu of you're getting this, this and this. It's more of like, here's here's a range of what's possible in this budget, in this budget. Thanks for sharing that. So um, amazing that you've been able to, you know, kind of automate some of this appointment scheduling, the pricing conversation. And still having a human-to-human phone call, right, right, is just kind of to kind of wrap up today's episode is, I think, a key piece of of any good sales process is that conversation with people to ask questions. And the more you can prepare them for it, the better it'll be for both of you. Yeah. Well, right on, Nate. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for watching today's video. Um, Check out alpinegardens.com and see some of this stuff in action, see some of their amazing work. I can't wait to see the the finished photos from this landscape installation.
1: It's gonna be a pretty cool project. Yeah,
0: it is. And, and funny story was that you guys actually designed this uh, like 20 years ago when this was a new construction area. Yeah. Um, so you didn't install the original landscape, but you designed it. We did. And now here you are doing an enhancement on it, which is pretty cool. So great, great to be here with you, Nate. All right, everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. If you liked this episode, give us a rating wherever you're listening to this, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it, Um, give us a rating so that way other landscapers know that this is a show they should listen to. And if you are going to the GIE Expo this year, I hope to see you there. We're having a book launch party for my upcoming book, The Tree of Good Fortune. So check that out at treeofgoodfortune.com. And we've got links for all of that and a link to this episode in our show notes. Look forward to talking with you next week.